0: Do you remember the Miley Cyrus song from like 2008 called The Seven Things? Where she writes this song about seven things that she dislikes, but also likes about her significant other. You totally, you might be having it in your head. You're like, I can't, I can't remember what it sounds like. Okay. Okay, I'll do a little concert. But she's like, The seven things I like about you, your hair, your eyes, your old device, when we kiss, I'm hypnotized. You make me laugh, you make me cry. You're welcome. You totally remember this song. There was a point in the song where she kept, like, saying to the mic, cha. Okay, I actually really like Miley Cyrus's music much more than her father, Billy Ray's, but nonetheless... When I was thinking about this episode I started making a list and that's what spurred the Miley Cyrus intro but I wanted to come up with a list of things that are small but substantial that we need permission to do in order to have a great school year and I didn't come up with seven. I didn't come up with a list of seven things. I came up with a list of three things, but those three things pack some weight. And I don't want you to wait, okay, any longer to hear them, so let's get started. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Sometimes we seek permission before we actually do something, and that's especially true as teachers. We need permission slips for a field trip. We need permission to order that manipulative that's going to help our student. We need permission from another teacher in order to borrow something off of their teacher cart, right? We need permission oftentimes, or at least we feel like we need permission oftentimes in order to move forward with something. And I think if you are here in this place, rattling around with some ideas in your head wondering like can I do that am I allowed to do that this is your permission slip from teacher to teacher I am telling you that you are allowed to do these three things you don't need to email your principal about it you don't need to go have a sit-down chat with the dean of students like these are things that you get permission to do because we need them this school year. And the very first thing is stop comparing this school year to last school year. Stop comparing this school year to two years ago. Stop comparing this school year to five years ago or your first year teaching. This comparison game has to end And I get that as teachers, we are data-driven. We like using what's happened previous years in order to dictate where we're going this year. But we simply cannot do that anymore. I want you to rid all of those thoughts of, well, I used to do that or, oh, I feel bad because I haven't done that in a while. And sometimes what happens is we start comparing ourselves to other people on the interwebs or we compare ourselves to people on teacher blogs. Like, stop it, you guys. We got to do this for ourselves. This is a brand new year. This is a brand new opportunity. And I'm not even going to use the freaking word unprecedented because like that, that word flew out the window a year into the pandemic. What we are in right now is simply new. That's what this is. This is a new year, a new opportunity, and there's simply no sense in creating extra pressure because we are comparing. I literally dare you to stop doing that. You don't need permission to move forward. So move forward and if you're like, girl, that's easier said than done. I know I, I'm doing the exact same thing. Like, I really, truly dish out these things that are equally hard for me because I get it. Like, I'm going into year 14. Do you know how easy it would be to compare what I did in my first few years or what I did in my previous school district or what I did when I was like 23 years old? It'd be so easy. But just because it's easy doesn't mean it's right. Right. Just because it's what we've done in the past doesn't mean it's good. So let's promise ourselves, like literally pinky promise. You might be driving, get up your pinky. You might be working out, get up your pinky. Let's pinky promise that we are going to stop comparing, period. The second thing that I want to give you permission to do is to meet kids where they are right now now that's that that term like meet them where they're at that's tossed around a lot Um, it's maybe even become slightly cliche but I want to spin it in kind of a different direction actually with a with a personal story a couple nights ago I was eating dinner with some friends uh, who had kids and we're all sitting around the dinner table We're all teachers at this dinner table and we're chatting and we're talking about like our first weeks of plans and we're talking about like the PD that was either great or not so great and we're just, you know, having teacher talk at the dinner table. And what I didn't realize, what we as adults didn't realize was how much this was impacting the kids at the dinner table. Because at one point, one of the girls who was sitting there with her fork in her hand, her eyes started to just well up and her lip started to quiver. And she was no longer taking bites of her meatloaf and her mac and cheese and her green beans. She was sitting there trying to make sure that none of the adults at the table Saw that she was crying, but I spotted it. And then moments later, her mom spotted it. And she asked her daughter, Honey, what's wrong? Are you okay? Do you not feel good? And she said, I feel fine. And her mom said, Well, what's going on? Did, well, like, what happened? and she looked up at her mom and at this table of educators and the other kids there who she was hoping like I hope you feel the same way as I do said I am really scared about this school year and it was just this like wait what because in so many ways we are we are almost at the most quote normal that we have been in quite a long time i know things are still restrictions and all that and there's still like government guidance and state guidance for COVID and that kind of thing but like most schools are opening their school buildings most schools are opening five days a week normal hours lunch is being served sports are being participated in like like we're kind of there and this mom had never had her daughter be scared or afraid at any point in time during the entire pandemic. Her, her daughter kind of thrived during this. And it was in this moment, just now, that she said, I'm scared about this year. I'm scared I'm behind. She was freaking out that she wasn't going to remember her multiplication facts. She was freaking out that fourth grade was going to be really hard. And when her mom kind of talked her through it and said, well, honey, you did great in second grade. You did great in third grade. And she said, mom, but that was really different. This is kind of the first time that I'm going to have a normal school year since like first grade. And she was so very right. I want us to take a big step back and just truly remember that this could potentially be The longest amount of time that kids are in classrooms since three years ago. This could be the most sustained normalcy that kids would have had for like three grade levels. So although in the backs of our heads, we're like, this isn't the time for kids to freak out. This is the time for kids to thrive. This is what kids need. Like this is, this is good for kids. This is good for development. This is good for brains. This is good for hearts. This is good for peer relationships. There is a lot going on in our kids' heads So we are super good at meeting them where they're at academically a lot. We're really good at figuring out gaps and figuring out where to place them in groups and figuring out. That's what we do. We We literally figure it out. But let us keep in mind that we need to meet kids in a completely different state than we've had to meet them before, which is why the number one thing that we needed permission for was to stop comparing. Once we stop comparing, then and only then do I truly believe we can meet kids in this moment. Not only do I think we need to meet kids in this moment, I think we also need to meet teachers in this moment. We are stopping comparing and we're meeting kids where they are at. But I also want to ask you the big question. Do you truly believe that you are ready to make this school year awesome? If you said yes, listen up. If you said no, listen up. Because whether you are a kindergarten teacher, a fifth grade teacher, a middle school, a high school teacher, if you are a teacher, period, and I'm guessing you are because you're listening to this podcast, I wanna meet you exactly where you are at right now. And the Awesome Academy for Teachers is the place where we can make that happen. The Awesome Academy is all about teachers from across the United States coming together and saying, hey, let's support each other. Let's give each other great ideas. Let's motivate each other. Let's support each other as we laugh, as we cry, as we feel all of the teacher feelings. It's a year long PD opportunity where you are going to feel intense support, intense motivation, and be equipped with tons of ideas from quarter one all the way to quarter four. It's in a super flexible, super fun learning environment and I get the awesome privilege to walk beside you the entire time doing live events, doing Q&A, doing video series and making sure that every single time you log off from this virtual event that you are ready to go meet your students exactly where they're at. Registration is still open, and I want you to check it out. You can go to my website, monicagenta.com slash awesomeacademy. That's monicagenta, G-E-N-T-A dot com slash awesomeacademy. I'll also put the direct link in the show notes. I would love to do life with you so we can make this school year awesome together. Let's get into our final idea that I am giving you, you listen right here, you in this moment, I'm giving you permission to do this and that's have more flexibility in your teacher life. As somebody who doesn't like a lot of flexibility, as somebody who, quite frankly, is pretty rigid, pretty planned out, I've got a list, I've got a calendar, I've got a checklist, I've got a whiteboard for every single thing in my life. Like, I thrive when I've got a plan. So, knowing that, knowing that I'm about to give you this piece of advice, if I am saying this I want you to take it to heart in such a big way. But I give you, I give me, I give all of us flexibility more often. And that might mean something different for each of us. Maybe for you it's the flexibility to say in the past you have lesson planned on Sunday night. That's been your thing. That Sunday night is your time to plan. I am giving you permission to not plan on Sunday night. I'm giving you permission if like something pops up with your kids, something pops up with your family, something pops up with friends to do that instead. Maybe it's not planning. Maybe for you, it's about grading that you grade things within two days. Like you are the teacher who grades everything within two days. Who are you, by the way? Like go you. But that's been your thing in the past. And I am saying, you know what? Give yourself four days. Why are you putting yourself into this standard of I have to grade everything in two days four days will be just fine shit five days will be just fine like flexibility. Maybe for you it's the way that you structure your curriculum that you are the teacher who's got a binder or a Google Doc folder that's perfectly organized and you know exactly when you are going to hit each of your standards, you know exactly when kids are going to meet that academic goal, you are ready to go. And you know that that lesson takes two days, that lesson takes five, that unit takes six weeks. You know it. Well, friends, I am saying throw the binder out the window okay maybe maybe copy the google folder that you have into another one like duplicate it and have some flexibility in the new folder i am the teacher let me give you a real life because some of you are like i'm not throwing the binder out the window monica that's ridiculous do you know how many years i've worked on that binder okay so don't throw it out the window literally Let me give you a life example so you know that I'm serious about this one. I I am feeling the pain in this as well. I am normally a month-long planner. Like, I will plan August by itself. And about midway to three weeks into August, I will plan September. September. And about one week of September left. I'll plan October. That's how I plan month long for sure. It makes me feel good. It's not too much future thinking. Because things could get off a little bit on the timeline. And that would stress me out. So it's it's long enough that it feels good. And it's short enough that there's a little bit of flexibility. So in the past that's worked. But because... I am stopping comparing to what I've done in the past. And because I'm meeting kids where they're at, I'm going to give myself some more flexibility. Dear Lord Jesus, did you just see how all three of those things came into like the perfect union, the perfect trinity right there? You're welcome. It's intentional. Okay, so what am I doing this year? I'm going down from planning four weeks at a time to planning two weeks at a time. I'm literally cutting it in half. And that means I'm going to have to plan more often. And I understand that. But that also means that it's a shorter segment. Because I don't know what this year is going to look like. And that's okay. I don't know what my kids are going to come in with. And that's okay. Because I'm giving myself permission. And I'm giving you permission to be more flexible. I think when we do each of these things individually, like when we say like, yes, I can do this. I am allowed to do this individually. Oh man, you're going to move mountains with each of those. But if you can truly say, Monica, I'm going to take this to heart and I'm going to do all three. I'm going to give every effort to do all three of those things at once this year. Dang, it is going to make an impact. So I printed the permission slip. I am slipping it into your airwaves right now. This is it. It's in your AirPods. It's in your headphones. It's in your car stereo. This is the audio permission slip. The question is, are you going to sign it? I've already signed it. Like, I like it needs two signatures. You got mine. Here it is. Monica Genta, August 2021. It's signed. I didn't even do like the signature stamp. Like I literally signed off on that for you. Like with ink in my hand. It's funny because as I was saying that out loud, I literally like air signed my name. So my name's on the line. Is your name on the line? Because I think what's truly on the line here is our sanity, our self-care, our students, our stress all of that is on the line right here right now and i want us to have a great year together so permission granted let's go crush it friends holy crap did you love that episode because i loved recording it like i am so excited to personally put all of these into place like i like i'm gonna do it and i in fact you know what let's be accountability partners if you are listening right here right now i want you to shoot me a direct message i don't care whether you found this episode in august or november or in 2022 i don't care when you found it but shoot me a dm and let me know that you are listening Okay, will you will you do that? Because I, I want to check in with you to see how you are doing on all three of these ideas. If you need an accountability partner, I got your back. If you have loved this episode, it would just mean the world to me for you to leave a written review on the platform that you are listening to. The reason why people are finding this podcast, the reason why this podcast is making an impact is not because of my words, It's because of your words and your reflections towards this podcast. That's what's keeping this going. And I am so excited to keep it going with you all school year long. If you want to check out the Awesome Academy, don't forget MonicaJensen.com slash Awesome Academy. I'd love to have you there. And I'd love to have you here next week when the next episode drops. Thanks for living this teacher life.